Hi, and welcome to episode 262 of No Crying in Baseball, the a little bit of weirdo episode. My name's Patty, and I'm here with my friend Potty Mouth. Hi, Potty Mouth. Hey, hey there. A little bit of weirdo is not out of character for this show, for I, sure. I feel like we could use that just about every week. Yeah. Hey, last week I wasn't here, so I want to send a big thank you to Junior Potty Mouth for sitting in for me while I was having a beach weekend. He did a fantastic job, and it was it was super fun. Thank you so much. I, I'm so glad that worked out, and boy, did I need that beach weekend. So, that yay. sounds nice, and you had good weather. We had good weather. We did some hiking. We did some beach strolling. We read some books. We had some cocktails. I brought the um, the bandwagon cocktail, um, which won a lot of people over. We had the um, the the book club unified behind the guardians, which worked that weekend. And then wow. you know when we were no longer together, it was too bad. But oh, it was fun. Hmm. So you should have stayed at the beach longer. Apparently, if only, <laughs> if only that that gives me one more vote for um, for independent wealth or yeah. um, early retirement. Also, that works for today too because we are recording at one o'clock on Sunday. There are two games that may eliminate teams from the rest of the postseason that are going to happen after we stop recording. And why can't we record late tonight? Because we have day jobs on Monday. So we cannot record after the games. And if we can just eliminate those day jobs and still, I don't know, be able to pay our mortgages, that would be freaking awesome. But we're not there yet. So many bills, so many bills in so little time. But we'll do what we can. And luckily, we have a very brunchy kind of cocktail to be having at the beginning of the day. And also, luckily, because I am lazy as fuck, it comes in a can. So it's called a pineapple, pineapple rye-garita. It's, it's a margarita-ish thing. It's got rye in it, which yeah. is one of my favorite things. So that made me happy. It's got pineapple, which makes it brunch. Right. So it's it's healthy and it's a local Sagamore so, Spirits. So we are supporting local businesses. We're That's doing all it. sorts of good things. That is right why we here, drink right now to support the local economy. So cheers, cheers and, to and, that. And speaking of our youth, so appreciation to Junior Potty Mouth, Potty Mouth Junior, the other young one, um, is here in the building, but does not have anything to say about baseball. But did get carded while trying to buy one of a canned cocktails slightly earlier. So sticking yeah. with the theme, I like so that. Sticking with the theme, I appreciate I, when that. When we're at the the local street fest, and a parent, a, and even though the kid's twenty one, apparently a parent vouching does not count. So I can't imagine yeah. why, right. and I can't imagine that anyone's ever tried that <laughs> in the past. I don't. But know. my don't mom know. says it's okay. Yeah. Actually, yeah. it did work with me when I was twenty, and I took. I went to a. But ru- that was <laughs> decades <laughs> it was, it ago. Was too, that was so. That was, was before seatbelts were were required. Right, and it was on a plane. So planes are not really like wow on a it, plane. Yeah, yeah. We were we were going to Aruba. My mom was taking me there, and I was in college in twenty, I believe, and or maybe nineteen even, and my mom said oh it's okay I guess when you're on a plane there's no worry about you I don't know driving under the influence or anything you're pretty much I'm safe and secure yeah Oh, yeah. So we have baseball, right? We do. And hey, can I just briefly say, when I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about today, I could sum it up in a sentence, which (laughs) is, I want the Astros to sweep and get that freaking over with, but I want the National League to go to a game seven because it's so much fun. That's all I really care about. And But on a related note, I went back to our predictions, Hmm. and the best prediction we made, we haven't talked about all season, which was we each picked a team that was fun to watch. I picked the Phillies, and you picked the Padres. And look at them having fun together. the so best much fun. series ever. Yeah. Yay us. We yeah. had a, one good prediction out of <laughs> right. all of those predictions. Woo.
On today's show, we've got postseason boyfriends, current and past, including weirdos, dubious injuries, and very sparkly crowns. We've got the Gold Glove nominees. We've got a couple of hot takes on the postseason format. We've got rain delays and conspiracy theories, international baseball, including a visit to the corrections department, and girls in baseball. Cheers. Cheers. You do that so spectacularly well. Thank you. I've had 262 episodes to practice on. (laughs) That's right. It's embarrassing when I don't get it right. Excellent. Excellent. All right. So we're going to start off with our baseball boyfriends. These are the guys that we're now getting, you know, we got to get set to start picking new guys this offseason. I'm not ready. We've got a couple. I've earmarked some. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So one thing that I think we've learned to do during the season is kind of keep our antenna up and see who's doing well, because these are the baseball boyfriends that we pick, not just because they do well on the field, but they're also nice guys and have something quirky or maybe a weirdo in in some Mm -hmm. cases, but something that makes them fun to talk about. We're going to pick one guy per team like we do every year. We can hold one guy over from year to year, but that's it. So mostly it's going to be newbies. And uh, and now that we've been doing this for six seasons, our, our pickings are getting slim because we can't repeat. So we get creative. That creativity leads to good things sometimes, and sometimes it leads to what we call premature picks that I'm going to go into in just a minute. But first of all, my current forever boyfriend, I'm not sure if I'm going to keep or not. We'll see. It was Juan Soto, who I picked when he was right around the corner on the Nationals. Now he's all the way the fuck across the country and I don't I don't know I didn't follow Mookie when he went to California I don't know if I'm gonna follow Juan Soto to be continued but he and Machete Maldonado are my only boyfriends standing despite the fact that there are still four teams there and the funny thing is Juan Soto clearly wasn't my Padres boyfriend right so my Padres original boyfriend was Victor Caratini he got traded to the Brewers my New York boyfriend I purposely, you know, didn't want to pick anybody that I'd have any ill feelings towards, so I picked... It really narrows the field. <laughs> right, it totally... It's, I picked a guy who never got brought up, so premature pick for Esteban Floreal. Maybe he'll be... Um, he'll do something in the future, and then I'll be able to say, hey, remember in 2000... What year is it? 22? When I picked him as a baseball boyfriend? I don't know. Um, Phillies, uh, Nick Maton. Maton, I never even figured out how to pronounce his name, but he didn't play a lot this year, 35 games, and he did not make the playoff roster. So, therefore, I am 100% still, and, you know, again, you guys know more than me, cheering for the Padres and the Astros because there are a lot of other reasons, but also they're the only two teams where I have baseball boyfriends. So my current postseason boyfriends, I've got, I've got one on every team, but only because of um, a, a trade actually. So first for the Astros, I w- I've been saying that the only person I care about at all that's still in the playoffs in the American League is Dusty Baker. Uh. That's not altogether true. I really do like Kyle Tucker, who's my yeah. Astros boyfriend, but not enough to um, care deeply <laughs> that, the, that the American League does anything any farther um, mm-hmm. at heading towards the World Series. But um, so Kyle Tucker's nickname is now is King Tuck. <laughs> and he plays right field. And if you watch an Astros game, you'll see all this gold sparkly stuff in the right field stands. That's because two season ticket holders started making gold crowns wow. and passing them out to fans. So as they sit in right field behind King Tuck, they all wear their gold crowns, which I, I appreciate. I really wish I could remember the lyrics to that Steve Martin song. Do you, All I remember King is Tuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe I, I think it's I used really to just sing that, that when yeah. I was a kid. No, sure. yeah. 
there was like there were more it, words. Yeah, there were so many more words. Yeah, but yeah. So um, Brandon Marsh uh, was initially uh, my Angel's boyfriend. Got traded to the Phils, which is good because my uh, my Phillies boyfriend mm. never got out of the minor leagues. So um, Brandon Marsh, otherwise known as Baseball Jesus. Oh my God! Yes, he right? does. I, there's some so hair he to doesn't watch. have a high Q heart, but he's he's Q heart adjacent. Because, oh my God, see baseball Jesus above. Yeah. But he apparently wets his hair, either gets under the sink or throws cups of water <laughs> on his hair something like 15 times a day. So he always looks a little, I don't know, wet. Um, <laughs> but because he says that otherwise it gets bristly. He's also yeah. not cut his hair since the all-star break. You know, I he could do a ponytail is what I recommend. But you know what? His is his it? teammates say this is how he gets his edge, and and you'll appreciate. So backup okay. backup catcher Garrett Stubbs said that's how he finds his edge, and he says that guy knows how to find his fucking edge. All right. So I'm like, okay, all right. So so, the so wet we'll hair do that. Works. That's all right. Right. And then Reese Hoskins has said we love Marsh, man. He's a weirdo, but we all have a little bit of weirdo in us. Oh, right. Sure, we do. And one of the articles I read was all about how like um, Hoskins and Harper and Castellanos are all about letting their or encouraging their teammates to let their freak flags fly. Wow. And I'm like, okay. And Castellanos and Hoskin are both former boyfriends of yours, right? They are. Yeah. They are. I've got quite the, quite the collection, which we'll tell you about in a little bit. Um, I've also got Giancarlo Stanton, um, mainly for his forearms, and, you know, he hits some home runs. <laughs> and Jay Cronenworth, whose bat hasn't been great this round, but he still has some pretty sexy defense. So that's right. my, um, my current array of uh, postseason baseball boyfriends. So we're going to go a little bit into past boyfriends. And for pitchers, we don't pick individual pitchers because that would take fucking forever. So we pick a flock of pitchers. And depending on the year, we have different flocks. And one year, I didn't go back into the the records and figure out which year it was. I did pick Astros pitching at one point where it was not a controversial thing. And we had our own nickname for Lance McCullers. We called him Sparkles because he had a lovely one of those black sparkly gem necklaces. Is it Black Diamonds or something? Yeah. The, something the one that, that broke and went everywhere? That wasn't him. Oh, that wasn't him. But I'm okay, trying yeah. to remember who's... We did talk about a broken necklace with yeah, Diamonds okay, flying. Okay. I'm sorry to distract well, yeah. yeah, we'll have to go. But, but go. it is a shiny thing. And you know I get distracted yeah. by shiny things. And this is lots of sparkly, so shiny sparkly. things. So Sparkles McCullers was is, is going to be pitching this evening. He was supposed to have pitched yesterday. So we're recording on Sunday. He's going to pitch tonight. I really hope he does well. Power to you, Sparkles. Um, you guys might be laughing at me right now. But he missed his start yesterday because during the celebration for winning the last series, he was hit in the elbow by a champagne bottle in, when, in Seattle when they beat the Mariners. And I was sad about that. And so he's missing a start. Now, these they're saying it's not a big deal, just a little bit of swelling, but that's a very unfortunate injury for a pitcher right before another championship series. Although they did, in fact, win the game that he yes. was supposed to start. And so, you know, this is – so I think it wasn't a big um, – trauma for right. them but this really does go into the long line of really unfortunate yeah. kind of wacky injuries like oh i don't know drones and luggage right. and like wild was there a wild boar or something yeah yeah there's a yeah. lot of kind of wacky baseball injuries and this one is now a. this could have been oh didn't oh wait wait um uh cody bellinger didn't he like separate his shoulder or something with like a celebration like when he did the big like oh, you know the, like, the big right. forearm high five situation last year um, yeah, so there is some cell, there's some there's some celly injuries that happen. Yeah, so it's sort of like you think you go into the preventative 
you know, mode. Like, how can we stop this from happening from from next year? Maybe they can't handle their own champagne bottles. I don't know. They need more padding. They need. They just need koozies. They need big koozies for the champagne. Like bottles. maybe just don't throw the bottles. <laughs> All right. Maybe they're right. Bad. Just drink out of them. Yes. Maybe and not <laughs> don't swing throw around. Them. Yeah. Don't yeah. don't swing the bottles around. Okay. All right. So uh, a premature pick I had 2020. I picked Jeremy Pena for my baseball boyfriend, and we definitely had an issue with Astros boyfriends too because we weren't picking anybody involved in that their scandal, and. Pena is making everybody say Carlos who because he tied the rookie re- rookie record for extra base hits in a postseason game. And that was the win, the you know, the one that set the tone for this series against the Yankees game one, where he had three extra base hits and it was including a home run. And here's the the adorable part. And we love anything that has to do with the moms. So when he gets a home run and he runs the bases, he does that little, and you can't see this, but he does But I can see it. And it is potty mouth making a heart with with her hands. You do the the heart symbol. And he was asked in an interview, what's the heart thing? And he said it's for his mom. Of course it is. Yeah. And then if you go back to earlier this season, so this is his rookie season. So again, I picked him before he actually saw the light of day in MLB. But his parents were being interviewed when he came up in April, and they were on video, on record, during his first career home run. So, yay, Mom Pena. And um, if you're playing along at home, you need to drink, <laughs> because potty mouths have the word mm-hmm. adorable in a sports context. And if you understand the one drinking game that we have for no crying in baseball is that I still firmly attest that adorable is not a sports mm-hmm. word. And so when it is said in a sports context, we must drink. I'm distressed that we only have one drinking game. You'd think that we would have more by now, six seasons well, in. Well, to be fair, it doesn't actually stop us from imbibing. Right, right. It's just the, the com- we don't, you know, compel anyone okay. to drink except for in that one situation, Same. which isn't really a problem. I mean, I don't it's, see downside. No. Really. It's all right. Okay. Hey, so um, as Potty Mouth said, we've been doing this boyfriend thing for a while, and I realized I have way more boyfriends, past boyfriends on the Phillies <laughs> than I had when I actually lived in Philadelphia, like personally. But then again, that was middle school, so it's best <laughs> that I did not have a whole variety of boyfriends yeah. when I lived there. But let me just run through them because they've all been doing cool things. So um, Alec Bohm was my boyfriend last year. So um, a couple of days ago, I think right after the last series, um, the team's all out partying, fans are out partying with them, and one fan has Alec Bohm and Baseball Jesus, Brandon, Brandon Marsh, s- autograph his forearm, and then decided, this is cool, Yeah. and he had a tattoo artist sort of make those permanent, so that's kind of nice. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. I hope these guys continue to do well, otherwise that's right. a really wacky, wacky commemoration of, of players you've got on your forearm. Um, so JT Realmuto, um, this past game, that the, the crazy game four, it was the first time that the one, two, and three hitters in any postseason game hit four or more home runs. So that was Schwarber what? and Realmuto and Hoskins. Well, actually, Schwarber, Hoskins, and Realmuto. Um, it was the first time that those hitters, that one, two, three hitters hit four or more home runs in postseason since 1972 Oakland A's. So that's them combined. Yes. Okay. So Reese Hoskins each, hit yeah, two gotcha. two run homers. So let me just skip ahead to Reese Hoskins who hit two two run homers in Game Four. So that's on my list as well. Wow. So um, John Segura, oh my God, he had the craziest Game Three. Also right. Good Qhar. His hair is looking much he good. He has excellent Qhar. So he had an inning in Game Three where he had an error, an RBI, and was. <laughs> 
<laughs> and was picked off at first base in one inning. And that has never happened before. But also, hmm. no active player in MLB has played more games without a postseason appearance than Gene Segura, who, really? now, who now has his, you know, is in there. But he played 1,328 games without appearing in the postseason wow. before the Phillies made it in this time. That's amazing. So he's having a great time. Um, I also want to mention um, Nick Castellanos, who originally was my a Detroit boyfriend. He's of been mine. around since then. He has he ma- played with Reds. many teams, yeah. and he seems all in for the Phillies. And he was asked about this game for a comeback, which was crazy. If you remember since yesterday for us that you know the, the Padres came out with like a four nothing lead, and then the Phillies came back to win mm. by four. But they were playing in Philadelphia, where the fan base is. Crazy. Off the chain, crazy and enthusiastic and loud. And Nick said he credited the comeback to, it's tough to play in the jungle, man. (laughs) All right. You know, the one thing that I was thinking of, I mean, I I definitely am hoping that the Astros pull this off. But if it were Yankees, Phillies, like the fan, it would be actually dangerous, I think. Oh, sure. Just those fan bases at each other. Would be, I guess, amusing for bystanders, but it would be, it would be a lot of brawling, a lot of brawling. There was one tweet I saw comparing the San Diego fan base with the Philadelphia fan base that made me laugh. Like, <laughs> the, 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 the San Diego fan base was like toasting with a locally brewed IPA, yay, go Padres! And the Philadelphia fans were like, okay, if I throw this nine volt battery on the field, will I get out of jail in time to go to the Eagles game? <laughs> Like that kind of does sum it up. Okay, yeah. so okay, I need to you Red Sox fan and and like oh, big poppy fan. We can talk about the Red Sox. Can you know? We can't. Can you explain David Ortiz, who before game three mm-hmm. put on a Philadelphia Eagles jersey and danced on the Philadelphia dugout with the freaking fanatic? Oh wow. You know, I saw A Rod hanging out with the fanatic too, which is even weirder. I think he's just like a dance party, you know, the Fanatic's a fun dude to dance with. I don't see why not. But he's claiming Philadelphia, man, and he's a yeah. broadcaster. I mean, yeah. like, he's... I don't know. I, I think the Fanatic was in the booth. Yeah, I I think that he gets to make friends with anybody who's okay. who's nearby, so I'm not sure. I don't know. All right, so um, I did sort of ponder what shirt to wear today, because I do like to wear a mm. theme shirt. And I thought, I don't have any Philadelphia shirts, and I'm feeling pretty excited about the Phillies right now, as you can probably tell. But I really don't care for the fanatic who we were just mm-hmm. talking about. I do not like him. I do, however, mm. find this affinity with the Flyers mascot, Gritty, who is kind of appalling. But I think I kind of want to cross-train with Gritty and maybe make that my Philadelphia shirt. So I may be shopping for a really awful oh. Gritty the mascot t-shirt. It could happen. Wow. All right. A little bit of cross-training. Um, all right. So still, the Padres are on the brink of, of elimination, and still the Padres are, give, are being given a tiny little bit of an advantage in this series, which I can't figure out. Every single series, Philadelphia has hmm. been the underdog. And why are we still calling them that, man? They are on fire, and they are it's it's chaos, man. They are embracing yeah. the chaos. They're going for it, and they are hot right now. Like, yeah. I don't think I, I mean, I would be thrilled with San Diego. Yeah, and all I think, okay, to 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 come out yeah, by my my background, I have lived in both Philadelphia and San Diego at very different times. Of at life, very though. different times, middle school in Philadelphia, right after college in San Diego. You know, a couple years in each place. So, I, you know, I have a little bit of a hometown affinity for all of these. And I thought I was all Padres. And I'm like, 
God, the Phillies are fun. I'm like, you know what? I can claim whoever I damn well please. So right. I am just all National League. We can just enjoy baseball right now we as can long as just the enjoy it. Yankees lose. And right. as Junior Potty Mouth told me yesterday, it's nice to see all those former Nationals doing yeah. good. And that's Bryce Harper and Josh Bell and Juan Soto. I almost wore my Josh Bell City Connect jersey today. <laughs> yeah, a, a certain friend of our of our kids, who you will probably recognize when I say this, was very pro Josh Bell. And despite the fact that this young person doesn't see, usually follow much baseball, except for your kid has had a lot of influence, said something very like in, admired Josh Bell's hit in the last game, and I was like, "What? Where? What is that?" And he said, "He reads." Ah. <laughs> So, I understand. Yeah, yeah. Yep, sure so enough. yay, Josh Bell, for being that good influence on folks. So the uh, Gold Glove nominees were just announced. And if I were to read all of our boyfriends that we have ever picked on this show, I would be reading basically all the Gold Glove nominees. We've done pretty well because defense is sexy defense and is we sexy. are drawn to the guys who do well. But I'm pretty impressed that we have done pretty well for our current boyfriends because, you know, as I said – it's, it's hard every year to find new guys that are really snazzy, but you're Kyle T- Tucker, who you just talked about, Gold Glove nominee, and Brandon Marsh, who you just talked about, Besides, except for he got nominated from Angels, I believe, right before coming over. Um, Quan Soto, for me, is a Gold Glove nominee. That's very good to see. I remember his early days when he was not so sexy defense, so it's nice that he's come into that. Cabrian Hayes who I definitely picked for the sexy defense from uh, the Pirates, is my pick this year. Jake Cronenworth is your forever guy, and he, like you said, is flashing it. And Tomas Nito, my Mets pick, I was surprised to see Gold Glove nominee. So the winners are going to be announced November 1st. Will it be an NCIB baseball boyfriend? Who knows? I betcha. Yeah. I or will betcha. they be in each, they, in, yeah. in each position? Yep. Hey, so I have said in the past couple of episodes how excited I am about this new postseason format, which brought mm-hmm. in more wild card teams and made made it a wild card series. Yeah, and we get to watch more baseball. You get to watch more baseball, but also, you know, the Phils who won eighty seven games yep. are still in it. The Padres who won eighty nine games are still in. It. So the American League was predictable. The teams who won the most games made it mm-hmm. to the highest level. The National League, chaos ensued, and it was different. And there are a lot of people saying, oh, no, it's important that the Dodgers are there because they won the most games. Or, But even like yeah. you know, even the Yankees, like, oh, no, the Yankees had to. This will lead to the conspiracy theory conversation later, but the Yankees <laughs> have to be in there because, you know, they won so many games. They had a really hot first half of the season. It's like, you know what? Win more games. Yeah. If you it, – it's not – When it counts. The format – Right. It's you need to win the games when it matters. It's right. exactly right. Win the games when it counts. It's if your end of season record was the only thing that mattered, why bother with playoffs? Right. Exactly. It's like, nope, we're still playing. We're still, we, yeah. you know, these teams earned their way in. They were scrappy, right? National League is scrappy, which is why those games are so much fun yeah. to watch, no matter who you're rooting for. Even if you're not rooting for anybody, oh my God, these guys came to play, right? But if you're complaining about your team having a better record and not making it, remind your team to just win games when it matters. Right. Work under pressure. Although I and I don't have personal ties to Cleveland like you do, but I am feeling so bitter about the Yankees making it out of that series mm-hmm. because Cleveland was looking so good. And clearly they have a bright f- future because they're babies. They're young. 
but it was it felt like they could have done it then. And so at the when we were recording last week was before the first game five was supposed to happen, I believe. Was supposed to be on Monday night. And yep. then it was called by rain and Everybody was pissed in the beginning because the Yankees fans, and I totally remember doing this many times, but not for for a fucking playoff game, just waiting for that rain delay to finally be called. And it wasn't raining for a big chunk of that time. And you're in the stadium and you're with like the kids and it's going to be packed because it's game five of the playoff. It must have been zooey. And they didn't call it for two hours. So that two hours of delay not only caused chaos for the fans who are dealing with that, but also for the team because the the Guardians knew that they were leaving town one way or the other. It was game five. They're not staying in New York. They had checked out of their hotel. I don't know where. they. I guess their suitcases were on the bus or something like that. The game is called and rescheduled for the next day for a matinee. And they couldn't check back into their hotel because it was booked because it's New York and it's New York. So they couldn't find a hotel for all of them to be in the same place. And I just kind of feel like it's just a little slimy. I don't know. It feels just super shitty. It must have been not a fun night's sleep. You know, Tito Francona, bless his little heart, said it wasn't a big deal. But I I feel like that must have been kind of a shitty moment and then to go into the next day and have to lose. I don't know. And then and it also gave the Yankees a chance to change their pitcher because they had Tylon in who did not have clearly as good of a record as Nestor Cortez who got to get the final win. So yeah, so I am pissed about the whole rain delay situation. Mm-hmm. I'm not as pissed about the pitcher because the Guardians could have put Bieber in there. Yeah, they, they well, and why didn't they? Don't know. Yeah, don't know. They should. So they could have. So that was that was an issue right there. I mean, so that that was like an apples yeah. to apples thing. They could have done the same thing, but the rest of it was shitty. It was not raining to begin with. They could have played. In fact, Miles Straw, my next year's Guardians boyfriend, <laughs> and Will Brennan right, claiming it now were coming out of came out of the um, the dugout and were were tossing a football around when the game should have started because wasn't raining and then they started throwing the football into the stands including um mile straw into the second deck wow to throw a football back and forth and if, if you remember the reason i had identified mile straw months ago as my probable guardian's boyfriend is because he basically climbed an outfield field wall and got into a fan's face who was shouting racist crap at wow. stephen kwan wow so he was defending his brother as he said in the field from the crap from ridiculous yankees fans and yet he's making friends with these yankees fans he's like mm-hmm. We're playing football. Why can't we be playing baseball? A lot of jokes about this is like wow. you know, the um the the best uh, football activity from a Cleveland team <laughs> in a while. But okay, so Miles Straw. So there's that. Um, the officials eventually made them stop and mm-hmm. get off the field, which got a lot of booing from the Yankees fans because Yankees fans love to boo. But look at that. They got behind Miles Straw, and again, like you said, they want to see a game. Yeah, it's not raining yet. Let's play a goddamn game because. We have to work tomorrow. Our bazillion dollar tickets for today aren't going to do us any good right. tomorrow. And um, yeah, it's not raining right now. 
So there's that. Um, also, so Josh Naylor, who was my um, San Diego boyfriend before he went to the Guardians, got a lot of play for doing a little "Who's Your Daddy?" like rocking a baby thing oh, after hitting a homer over. Fans over. But this is hilarious because Josh Naylor said that was honestly like a dream come true as a kid to have all of Yankee Stadium <laughs> yelling at you because of something that you did. How cool is that? I'm like, okay, this is all right. Uh, that he was a good boyfriend pick because he was totally into that. I was like, yeah, great. Yell at me. You noticed me. I did something worthwhile. All right. So I just checked. <laughs> I just checked StubHub for tonight. So we're recording before the f- game five. Game five. Right? Isn't tonight game five? Which, which no, one? no, no, tonight. It's, tonight. it's game four, four for game the four. American League. Game right, right. Five okay. National. Right, right. So game four. Sorry, game four in which the Astros could sweep. So if, you, if you're a Yankees, and this is at the Yankee Stadium, though, but still, it could be, you know, your your chance to see them make the, the switch and turn the... It's also Cortez pitching again. Yeah. So on StubHub right now, like, how much do people pay for uh, American League Championship Series no tickets? No freaking clue. $18 you can get a ticket to Yankee Stadium tonight. I you are kidding me. You I thought you were going to say $1,800. $18. This is a financial boo. Right. This is them booing financially at the Yankees. Oh, and, and wait, 21, 22. It's not like just there's a shit ton, <laughs> shit ton of tickets to Yankee Stadium tonight. So Yankees fans... I mean, you know, I kind of get on the Yankees suck uh, chant because I feel like sometimes it's used when it's inappropriately. But right now, that sucks. Like, fucking support. It's in your house. It's your last chance to see your team. Spend fucking 20 bucks and go cheer them on. Are you really that fair weather fans? Oh, sure. This is ridiculous. I'm scrolling on and on. 24. I mean, I paid more than that to go to Yankee Stadium during the season. But at least you were bitter about it. (laughs) Ridiculous. At least you were totally bitter about it. Fuck. Oh, my God. All right. Okay. Uh, all right, corrections department. Oh, wait, wait. Oh, wait. I have one more conspiracy theory thing that I forgot okay. to put down. Oh, good. Which was, as far as like selling tickets to games, for that for that um, that game five, the previous game five that that eliminated the Guardians, apparently no tickets were sold to anybody who had an Ohio address. Uh huh. Well, <laughs> now apparently. To- yeah, I bet Houston fans are welcome to buy tickets right. now Anybody at a discount. Anybody can buy a fucking ticket on StubHub if you've got not that much money. This is hysterical. Well, we'll see what the crowd energy is like tonight. You all know more than we do. I have to give a little bit of corrections department when it comes to the World Baseball Classic, which I am super excited about, but I had misplaced where the teams were going to go. I just sort of assumed that when Panama and Nicaragua were the the last two qualifiers, that they would be in the U.S. sites. And so I knew that Nicaragua was going to Miami, along with Puerto Rico, Venezuela, Dominican Republic, and Israel. So I was thinking, you know, Miami is where I want to be, and they still haven't announced tickets going on sale. Whereas Arizona, I figured, okay, that means Panama is going to be in Arizona. No, they're sending Panama to Taiwan, which is lovely. And I would love to go to Taiwan, too. But Taichung, Taiwan is going to have, and this also cracks me up. So it, it actually says that it's happening in Taiwan because that is a country and that is where the pool is happening. But the team that represents Taiwan has to be called Chinese Taipei because of politics. So that is I think pisses just a lot of people off. They will be playing in their home country along with the Netherlands, Cuba, Italy, and Panama. 
So the Panama team gets to have a trip across the... It seems kind of like a catch-all. It's it's interesting, Panama and Cuba. Hmm. I don't know. I don't. I didn't make the decisions, but that's that's who's gonna play over there. So we'll see who comes out of that. Pool B happening in Tokyo is clearly Japan and Korea. Makes sense. Australia, China, and the Czech Republic. So I figured like the European teams would go that way. Yeah. But in Phoenix, which is where I still feel like I need to check out like airfare and stuff because the United States. You know how to go team, with you, right? To Phoenix. I would go with you. That would be I have a lot of vacation time. Oh, I don't, but I I could make it up. I don't know. I could figure something. Because U.S., that U.S. team is going to be fun. JT Romlutu, we were just talking about, is going to be so much fun. Mexico, Colombia, Canada, and Great Britain with Jazz Tislam will be in Jazz Gets to go to Phoenix. The Phoenix Jazz, not so much. Not so much. Yeah. Yeah. But that would be fun. So, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I want to go to Phoenix. I want to go to Miami. That sounds good. March. I don't have enough. There needs to be more vacation time. Also, right now, winter ball has started. I am starting to feel a little lukewarm about winter ball. No, you love winter ball. I do. But it sucks that everybody who is banned from MLB from domestic violence gets to play winter ball. So Starling Castro who we talked about in episode 203 when the Nats did the right thing. And and one of the, I don't know if anybody else has done this, when he got his 30-day domestic violence suspension, the Nats actually let him go, despite the fact that it was not in their best interest at the time. Well, now he's playing on my team, the one that Mm. I've picked for the Dominican Republic, the Leones del Escogido. So I feel pretty shitty about that. I actually... Could go back the Estrellas Orientales. They were my original pick until they got rid of the the Tati Senior. And then he came back, though. So if he forgave them, maybe I can. So maybe I need to do a little bit of a switch. It's it's hard. They a little do- bit of self-reflection. Yeah. Kind of like, you know, look into your feelings. I know. I, yeah. It's so hard because Leones have such, like David Ortiz was a Leon. Yeah. Rafael Devers. Like there's, there's a... There, there are reasons. I, I need to think about it. But I will still be paying attention. There is a player from Aruba. So I believe, I mean, I, the only one I knew about was Xander Bogarts. Chadwick Trump is in the Atlanta organization. Soon to come up. He's going to be playing on the Estrellas Orientales. So there will be a couple of Aruban players, I think, next year in MLB. Um, speaking of guys that we don't want anything to do with, Addison fucking Russell is playing for the Toros del Este, who I already hated because they had an, an, uh, too many Yankees on the team. So How many is too many? Uh, one or more? One or more. Okay, or just more. checking. Yeah. Okay. All right. On to happier stuff. Girls Breakthrough Series is happening right now, this very weekend, fourth annual. So it's super cool to, to say that because we have been talking about them every year for four years, back when they started. And this is a series that is invitation only. So picking the cream of the crop of girls baseball across the country and giving them elite training and practice with coaches including Veronica Alvarez and Rachel Folden from the Cubs and a whole bunch of other people. So they got personally invited to participate in this weekend in Florida, including super shout out to DC Girls Baseball Maggie Heafy, who is an incredibly impressive young woman because not only is she doing this, but she has created a website that we will link in our show notes with the goal of basically supporting and inspiring other girls to play baseball. And to have a girl who's still, I believe she's still in high school, 
to be doing something like this to support others and to reflect on her own experiences is so commendable. So her her website is the Leadoff Initiative, TLOI.org, and it is geared to be a safe space and resource for girls who have a passion for the game of baseball. And it's part of her captain's project from Baseball for All. So also, like, hats off to Baseball for All for including, you know, public service. In- right. They really do inspire, like, they, they help. I think it's a whole leadership initiative for, I mean, for these girls. It's not mm-hmm. just your baseball skills, but it's right. your life skills. It's you've got so this cool. thing going on for you. How can you share this with others? How can you take charge of it? Yeah. How can you be a role model? I mean, it really does sort of push one to be more. Yep. It's very cool. It's amazing. And they're and they're doing it and it's and it's catching on. So definitely check it out. There's a great first article there in the blog of her own personal experience as the only girl on a boys team and what mm-hmm. that meant in high school. And also um scholarship to help girls get equipment who don't really? have it. Yes, except for I'm a little confused. So if anybody uh connected to Maggie could contact us and let us know how to donate because the donate button wasn't working when I checked it. it went Maybe to it's still a, too new. Maybe. Well, it was going to a GoFundMe and it said it was closed. Okay. And I can't imagine that they don't want more Maggie, money. Maggie, help so. us out. Yeah. We want to help you let out. Let us know. But yay. Yay, girls baseball. Yay. Wow. Okay. So um, we're in the thick of things. So you'll know Whew. when you hear this already if um, this round, if, 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 the, um, if the LCS is over or not, the World Series starts on Friday. Oh, So wow. either we're watching more baseball this week or we're not watching any more baseball until Friday and we're catching up with things like, I don't know, laundry, cooking actual food instead of getting takeout. I don't know. Getting or a good night's sleep. Past episodes of No Crying in Baseball. Oh, my God. That's true. People can listen <laughs> to past episodes of No Crying in Baseball. Go. Please, if you have family or friends who you think would like to hear us talk about baseball, let them know about us. And if you have a chance to leave a review or a rating, we would love for you to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, so you've got a little note for our uh, fantasy baseball. Oh, winner. that's right. That's right. Hey, Brian. So one thing that we do with our baseball boyfriends every year is we whittle them down to teams that we play in a fantasy league, and then we invite a whole bunch of people to beat us. That's so- exactly right. <laughs> So that's what happened this year. And Brian, I thank you. We received your address and the package is in the mail shortly. We're working on the details. But yes, you will actually be getting a prize package from No Crying in Baseball. So everybody else out there, pay attention in the offseason. Get your fantasy team together. Even two of our former uh, fantasy team members are already working on their spreadsheets. That's pretty. That's, that's so some dedication, impressed. and I I'm like so that very much. But don't much. let that intimidate you, because there is a lot to be said for luck. So <laughs> definitely throw in your hat for our fantasy league next year. Yeah, and you can do that by finding us on social media, which is also where you can find the corrections department and um, just about anything else we would like to talk about. We'd love to talk with you. How do people find us? Sure, chat with us on Twitter. You can get there at NCIB. Wait, what is it? I finished my cocktail. NCIB podcast. podcast. Uh That's it. NCIB. Uh Oh, boy. Potty Mouse in charge of social media. I have a lot of confidence in that. (laughs) All right. Twitter, NCIB podcast. I know. Facebook and Instagram are no crying in b-ball. You can even throw us money on Patreon, which is p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash no crying in b-ball, and let us know what it would make worth your while to keep this podcast afloat. For sure. 
And until next time, please make sure you've gotten your latest booster because mm-hmm. we care about you. Fight the man. It's the right thing to do. Send your game balls to Meredith. And then until next week, say goodnight, Potty Mouth. Good night, Potty Mouth. Do you remember what we're drinking? No. Okay. It's a pineapple rigarita. From the place with the stuff? Yeah. <laughs>